ComC is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 27 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComC account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time and ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace. To stay updated with ComC, please follow them on social media at Check Out My Cards, one word, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn about offers, promotions, and more at ComC, please visit blog.comc.com. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. everybody and welcome to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. I want to start today's episode with a question. A question for you. How do you fund your hobby? Do you set aside a certain amount from your paycheck to use for cards? Or do you sell cards from your PC to generate cash to fund your next purchase? Or maybe you're in the card business full time. One of the things that I discuss most on the podcast and in the blog are the strategies I use to create a self-sustaining hobby. I use the profits from buying and selling cards to acquire the items for my PC. That's right, my collection and all of my inventory I've got for sale is 100% paid for with profits. One of the questions I continue to receive from people as they listen to the episodes or they read some of those articles, they want to learn more. One of the first questions I get is, how do you do that? Where or where do you come up with these collections? And when you buy a big collection, like the one I've been showing recently on TikTok and on Twitter, or took three truckloads to get those cards back to the house and into the into the shop, what do you do with all of those when you get them? Now I've covered bits and pieces of this over time. Um, Dr. Beckett and I have covered this in a couple episodes, and and I I referenced it throughout some of the other platform specific episodes I've done, but I wanted to do another kind of a recap episode. It was actually a topic that I did for the Basketball Card Fanatic magazine a couple months ago when Adam Gray asked if I'd I'd put something together sharing a little bit of my perspective on how to deal with large collections. And I thought it'd be a good topic for the podcast. It'd be good to revisit this topic for the podcast. And so that's what I'm going to do today. One of my, like I said, one of my primary sources for this flipping inventory is large collections. And I'm going to share a little bit today in in an episode about how I source them, how I go about sorting those cards, and what platforms I use to sell them. And one of the things I love most about this strategy is that anyone can do it if you're willing to put in a little bit of work. What started out as a couple hundred dollars worth of cards back in 2016 when I got back into the hobby has grown to over six figures worth of paid for inventory in those years all while adding some pretty cool stuff to my own PC along the way. I hope you enjoy, and we're going to get into it after I tell you about Underdog Collectibles, the online shop run by Collectors for Collectors. It breaks new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. And you can find out what they're going to be breaking this week by checking out udogcollect.com. You can also visit them at their brick-and-mortar shop in Knoxville, Tennessee, to see their full selection of wax, singles, and supplies. You can even watch some of those breaks live in the shop. They also are a group submitter for SGC, and so if you hit a nice card in one of those breaks or even have some nice cards in your own collection that you want to get graded, you can work with them to get them submitted to SGC. Check them out at udogcollect.com, 
and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. This is Ty Dillon, and you're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. All right, let's jump in. First question, where do you find collections? I'm glad you asked. There's two main ways that I find collections to purchase. First, I search online classifieds such as Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, OfferUp, some of those types of places. These used to be a goldmine for finding great collections, but over the last couple of years, the word's gotten out and it's much tougher to find cards worth buying. There's so many more people into the hobby at this point. It's a lot more competition on those platforms, but even with more people using these sites to find cards, you know, there's still deals out there to be found. Yes, there's some unrealistic sellers trying to capitalize on the recent hobby boom, but if you're persistent, there are still deals to be found on these online groups and classifieds. The second way that I source collections is that they walk into the shop, or I get referrals from people who know that I'm always buying. Either way, customers regularly bring in collections they're looking to sell, and sometimes they're downsizing and are selling a portion of their collection. Sometimes they're refocusing. Sometimes they inherited a collection from a family member. And sometimes, unfortunately, they're just ready to get out of the hobby. Regardless of the reason, we're often able to work out a deal for the bulk purchase. Now, we also host a small monthly show that provides me another opportunity to make some large purchases because on more than one occasion, I've been able to buy out a dealer's whole table at the end of the show for a great price. Well, Mike, that seems overwhelming. Where do you even begin after buying that many cards? Another great question. If you're buying collections with the intent to flip, it's important that you have a plan for what to do with all of that inventory. Despite what some people say, there is a market and profit potential for all cards, all of them. It just comes down to the time you're willing to spend and the price you pay for the collection. I use five main platforms to sell cards. Each of them I use to sell specific segments of inventory and that allows me to buy almost any collection and make a profit on it. As I begin sorting a collection, I start to group the items by which platform I intend to sell it on. First is the shop and show inventory. Having fresh inventory for the shop and to take to shows is important. I'm looking for cards of popular stars, local teams, and things that I know there's a local market for. There isn't really a dollar threshold here because I have cards ranging from 25 cents up to hundreds of dollars at the shop. I just want to find cards that have local demand. Now I use this category as the first filter as I begin sorting. If it doesn't go into the shop inventory, it goes into one of the categories that I'm going to talk about here in a second. Another thing I want to note about this is you may not have a shop or you may not go to shows and set up to sell. And that's fine. If you don't, then take all of that inventory and just put it in one of these other categories below. It's not a deal breaker when it comes to your overall strategy. The second place that I use to sell cards is eBay. And as a rule of thumb, I've talked about this before, but I use eBay for cards worth more than $20 for complete sets, for memorabilia, and other more unique items. This allows me to quickly sell some of those bigger items and start recouping the cost of the purchase almost instantly. Now, like I said, as it's a rule of thumb, I do have cards on eBay that are in that kind of $1 to $10 range, $1 to $15 range. I do use the eBay standard envelope process 
that has allowed me to expand some of that that rule of thumb down into those one to twenty dollar cards as well but the big focus here is things that i think will sell quickly that i can start recouping some of that purchase price of the collection next up is com c com c is another one of my core selling platforms and i use them primarily to sell cards valued between one and twenty dollars and while you do pay some consignment fees with them the fact that they scan, categorize, list on their site and eBay, and take care of all of the packing and shipping, that allows me to scale almost infinitely. I'm able to have way more cards available for sale because they're doing so much of the work for me. I'm at the point now where my sales completely cover the cost of new submissions, so no additional funds are needed to continue to grow my inventory on the site. So ComC is another one of my foundational core selling platforms. The fourth one is sport lots. The misconception that nobody wants base cards is something that has led to significant profit for me, and sportlots.com is how I make that happen. I'm often able to buy bulk lots of base and insert cards in these collections for pennies because people just dismiss them as junk and as worthless. But each month, I sell thousands of these cards, generally from somewhere between $0.18 cents and $1 each on sport lots. Buying cards for a penny and selling them for a quarter, it starts to add up quick. Now, the site's design is pretty bare bones, and the fees can be pretty high if you're not selling at volume. But if you're willing to commit some time and effort, there's a lot of money to be made by selling other people's junk on sport lots. And once you build up your inventory and get those monthly sales up higher, the fees end up coming down and are pretty close to what you're going to pay on ComC or eBay. Finally, I want to talk a little bit about how I use Facebook. If there's cards left over, after going through these first categories, they go into a big pile to be sold in bulk on Facebook. Sometimes these are cards which are in a little rougher shape, or sometimes they're cards where I have sufficient inventory already on another platform or in the shop. Basically, I use these Facebook sales to clear out inventory cheap. Typically, they're the leftovers, and anything I can get out of them is just icing on the cake. In addition to having a plan, you need to be organized. When you're dealing with the purchase of a couple hundred thousand cards or a couple truckloads worth of cards, you have to be organized or things can get out of control quickly. Like the athletes we admire, the sports card shop is changing the game. We're not launching threes, bombing drives, or hitting dingers, but we have built a unique gathering spot for all collectors to trade cards, talk sports, play games, and watch their favorite athletes on the big screens. Yes, we've partnered with Panini, Upper Deck, Leaf, Tops, Fanatics, Pokemon, and others to bring you all the latest in sealed wax and singles. But the sports card shop in New Buffalo, Michigan is much, much more. Our recent expansion brings collectible sneakers, Hot Wheels, and more sports and entertainment memorabilia into the mix. Our new Collector's Cave Game Room is the perfect place to throw a rip party, bring friends, rip packs, trade cards, play billiards, ping pong, shuffleboard, classic arcade, and Xbox games, all while watching your favorite sport on TV. Visit us at thesportscardshop.com. Follow us on social at underscore sportscardshop or better yet, visit us in person to learn about special events, party packages, new products, and everything we're doing for you. The Sports Card Shop, connecting people, sports, and the hobby around the world. 
Buying and selling collections can be a great way to generate some profit, which can allow you to expand your own PC. Come up with a plan, get organized, and start looking for some deals. If you've got more specific questions, which I didn't cover here, or you want to go deeper on one of these topics or one of these platforms, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to help. Well, that is all I've got for you today, but I would love to hear your feedback on what you thought about this episode and what you think about the show. Reach out to me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Send me an email at WaxPackHero at gmail.com. Reach out on TikTok or Instagram at WaxPackHero and leave a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. I love the feedback. I'd love to hear what you think is working and what isn't working. That is it for today, so I'll catch you next time.